Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Backseaters Podcast. Today we are talking about the transfer window, which obviously closed on the 1st of September, the start of the new month. And um, it was an eventful transfer window to say the least. The two biggest players of our generation both getting big moves. So it's always very, very exciting. With me as always is Ralph. Hello. And uh, we'll start with talk by talking about England because they obviously played last night and um, a good performance. Yeah. Um, I mean, it should have been about twenty five nil because Harry Kane missed about seventeen sitters, but you know he's getting back to fitness. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But a very very strong performance. Yeah, a very strong performance, comfortable win, and shows that we do really mean business. And that final yes. wasn't just a fluke, and we're yes. going to be. Ready and kicking. And I don't know if you agree, but I think it's the start. And I was I was saying to actually Ralph last night that we're starting to see a settled eleven. For me, I felt going into the Euros not that confident because I didn't feel as good as our players were that there was a settled eleven. And obviously we did really well. But now we're going to build. We're going to start. We're starting to see. Even though I don't particularly like a Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice pivot, we're starting to see that they're playing every game. Mm. Um, You know, it's going to be a few changes like with the Foden and the Greenish and and all that. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree. It's very key to have a you know starting eleven that he picks week in week out, mm. and that he's not because you see so many managers in the Premier League struggling because they don't know what the best eleven is. So if you know what your best eleven is, it really yeah. helps you because it allows each player to know exactly what their yeah. role is. They're not chopping yeah. and changing. There's no confusion. Absolutely. It's like that everyone's pulling in the same direction and that means especially a lot in international yeah. football because Absolutely. I mean there's a few changes so you could Walker you could replace with Arnold for example. Mm. Um I think that Luke Shaw seems to have that nailed on now. I think um, yeah. Ben Chilwell hasn't really you know he's not really starting for Chelsea. Yeah, I don't exactly. think there's an injury going on but um I think and obviously Kane Sterling and probably Grealish I think would be his strongest. Foden and Mount, one of them too. But I think England are in a very good position going into Qatar and, and beyond. Yeah, the best um, position they've been in our lifetime. Yes, absolutely. This really could be the golden generation. Well, uh, it already is, to be honest. Semi-final, final. It is, absolutely. Right, anyway, let's crack on with the order of the day, which is analysing our the, every team in the Premier League's transfer activity. So uh, me and Ralph will be ranking them A, B, C, D, E, F, G, not G, F, U, uh, depending on how good their transfer business was. Yeah. Um, so let's start with, um, let's start with the bottom of the league. Um, I'm joking, we're doing it in alphabetical order, but that does mean the bottom of the league, which is Arsenal right now. Um, it's going well, isn't it, Ralph? Yeah, well, we've had an absolutely diabolical start mm. to the season. And so what I will say is that whatever rating I give this and probably you give this window, it feels about six ratings below that. I mean, if you give it yes. you, it would still feel even worse yes. because of the diabolical state that we're in at the moment. But in terms of the window, well, we always needed a huge overhaul. Mm. That so was, it was always so let me read. Time. Let me read through um, the the key ingoings and outgoings. Um, ben White from Brighton, fifty two point sixty five million pounds. Martin Odegaard from Real Madrid. Obviously, he was on loan last year. He's made that move permanent with a move for thirty two million pounds. Aaron Ramsdale, twenty five million. 
And uh, Taki, you're going to have to help me with this one. Taki Tomiyasso uh, from Bologna, 16.74 million. Albert Sambi Lokongo from uh, Andalect, 15.75 million. And Nuno Tavares from Benfica, 7.20 million. And the outgoings are Ben Willock. Uh, he goes for a fee of 26.5 million. And Lucas Torreira on loan. William, um, after his disastrous spell, has left. Yeah. And uh, there's a few uh, other loans, such as Hector Bellerin, Reese Nelson, and William Saliba. Um, that gives you a net spend of minus 121.23 million, to be yeah. precise. So, um, what do you think about this, Ralph? Well, like I said, we were always going to need a massive overhaul and it was always going to be really tough, the window. So mm. I do have some sympathy for the club in mm. that respect. Um, it started well with some contract extensions for um, Smithrow and Kieran Tierney. Yep. And also, I think the first two transfers we got um, done very quickly, which is Nuno Tavares, backup left-back, and the Conga, kind of young, promising, maybe the long-term replacement for party when he decides to get too old and pack it in. <laughs> um, uh, I think they were both good because they were both relatively cheap. You know, yeah. the 21, risk-free. They T- Tavares improves our left-back um, position and Lukonga improves our centre-mid depth. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. I think they're solid signings. You know, they're not going to improve the first 11. They're not inspiring. Yeah. But... but they they came in as backups and I think they're perfectly good backups. They're better than El Neni and Kalasinac. Let's put it that way. Um, well, I mean that's not setting the bar well, yeah. particularly high there. <laughs> it's not. Um, and then came kind of the big the big three or four. Um, first of which was Ben White. Now, I think I'll put Ben White and Ramsdale together on this because I think you can analyse them in the exact same way. Both decent players. I think they are. I think it's. Undeniable, but they are both good players. However, you're paying well, well over the odds for them. And even more than just the standard English tax, I think we've been really had in the negotiations for these two. I think Brian are laughing. I think they're they're, they're laughing their way to the bank. They are. I mean, we've paid about 40% over the odds for Ben White, maybe 20-30% over the odds for Ramsdale. So, in that respect, it's not great. However, I do think... In the long term, both players will be good players, and by the end of your contracts, uh, by the end of their contracts, that you Arsenal fans might think, do you know what? They were decent transfers, <laughs> but right now, again, it's not, it's not inspiring. It's yeah. not, you know, it's kind of it. It probably will improve the first eleven, but not by not by huge amounts. Yes, and then probably the most exciting signing was Odegaard. Now, if we hadn't got the loan in for Odegaard and just signed him for the first time this summer then I think everyone would be like wow what an exciting signing yes. one of the best young prospects yeah. in, in Europe coming in in yes. a position that we absolutely desperately needed and I'm really happy with this transfer mm. but some of the excitement has been taken off of it because Windle. of the fact that he, he was I mean, already he, there. he seemed to be okay last season I mean you know he, he looked good without pulling up any trees I think mm. you would agree with that Yeah. I mean He's an improvement on what you've got. Definitely. But I would argue that Smith Rowe is probably, uh, him and Saka have probably been the best players in recent times. And he plays very similar positions, very similar yeah. type of player. Would you not 
like another a Thomas party that delivers consistency for for example mm. well, or, I think... or you know well I mean you did spend money on a centre back but on a proper centre back not Ben White um would, yeah. you, would you say that? Well, well, possibly, but I do think that we really needed a another attacking midfielder, mm. especially of the creative mould, because yeah. Smith Rowe is more of a direct runner, maybe a goal scorer, a dribbler. He's less of a like eye of the needle pass, whereas that is kind of what Odegaard specialises in. And so I think a f- the three behind the striker of Saka, Smith Rowe, and Odegaard, and that's that's really exciting for the next like five or six if years. If they can get the ball. Well, yeah, the problem is around them, and the yeah. problem also is the the striker they're feeding, can he score? Because last season, Lacazette and Aubameyang couldn't. Yeah, I true. mean, I do back Aubameyang to yeah. get back and forth. So what would matter. you give your um, rating, A, B, C, D, E? Well, having discussed the incomings, I think the way, the thing that really damages the overall rating is the outgoings. And this is where I'm. you're going to have to bear with me, and this will be a pretty long part of the podcast, but this is where I'm going to start ranting. Okay. Because here we go. Arsenal are, have been just absolutely diabolical at selling for the past five or six years. I mean... Yes, you should have got rid of a lot more than you did. Yeah. The only good sales we've made in recent years is a Woby and Oxlade-Chamberlain. Those are the only good sales that were, more, that were worth more than £30 million. Now... You're telling me that we're going to get, like, we've decided that we wanted to get rid of Nketiah, Maitland-Niles, Nelson, free academy products yes. that are not going to play for Arsenal. They've all had 20 million offers for them at some point yeah. in their career, and we've got absolutely zero pounds for them. <laughs> yes. Like, what are we doing? Nketiah's, like, got six months or 12 months left of his contract, so we're going to lose him for a free. Nelson's just depleting in value because we're sending out sending him out on all these loans. Um, Ainsley Maitland Niles is training with the with the under twenty threes and completely chatting, chatting shit on social media. Exactly, it seems to it's just an absolute mess. We we're so bad at managing our assets. I mean, Torreira and Bellerin a couple of years ago, they were worth thirty well, million. I each. don't understand the Torreira thing because I've seen him and thought, oh, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. There, there's no way from the player that I saw. Now I've not seen a lot of Torreira in recent times. He's better than Granite Xhaka. Mm. Why on earth is he not being given a chance? Mm. Who knows? I I don't know. I've, I I it's just think what Mikel Arteta is. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but it is that PE teacher Oli Gunnar Solskjaer mode for me, and it's like um. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't really know what you're doing, do you? Mm, Hiding well, behind Pep at City. Yeah, well, the it's just... Torreira and Bellerin, that's literally 35 to 40 million worth of talent gone for free, effectively, mm. on their loads. We're not recouping... If we recouped the fees that we should have done for those free academy products, plus Torreira and Bellerin, we would have only spent about 20 million net profit, but instead we spent 121 yeah. million net profit. And that's why we are so bad, and that's what's holding us back in the yeah. market, is the fact that we manage our assets awfully, and we can't sell, and we pay over the odds when we buy. So that yeah. really frustrates me. Yeah. But the thing that frustrates me the most this window, yeah. and the fact that we bought Ben White enhances this even mm-hmm. more, is the fact that we've loaned William Saliba. Yeah, what that's... are you doing? Seriously. Arteta, man. 
please explain why you are loaning probably the best centre back that we have in the club, right? Having spent twenty five million on him. It's Send funny though, he's never what, what's what's happened there. It's Well it's like that fifty million could have gone on a like a partner for party or a Madison or a Lacazette replacement, you know, a striker, someone that's really gonna improve our starting eleven. But instead it's got on Ben White because we sent Saliba on load. Yeah. It's just terrible squad planning yeah. and it's we've got our priorities all wrong. Yeah. So So um can I push you for an answer of how you think the transfer yes. window's gone? Rant over. Overall <laughs> Overall I'm going to give it a C. A C? So you've you've passed with no pulling up no trees. Yeah. Um, I'm liking that phrase. You're going to hear me say it in multiple times. Probably up no trees. I'll just quickly blitz through what I feel. I think Ben White was is a bit of a joke, that signing. I've laughed about it multiple times. He's fine. Um, he shouldn't have been in the England squad. He, he was just there. And then suddenly he became Ben White, England international, which, you know, for him doesn't mean anything. He wasn't going to get on the pitch at any point. Same with Aaron Ramsdale like 15th choice goalkeeper because all half of them were injured. He's not getting in the squad now, is he? Yeah. So Aaron Ramsdale, he's going to be back up goalie this season. Leno will probably go because he'll outgrow Arsenal. So fine, he's a fine goalie. Mm-hmm. Ben White doesn't have any physical presence. He would be fine if you had a decent partner next to him. Arsenal do not. I think that's a bad signing. I cannot say I know too much about, I think, the, the signing from Bologna... Um, and the signing from Andalet and Tavares, they seem like intriguing signings. Not a lot of money between them. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. And that'll yeah. obviously, we can't judge too much because we don't know too much about these players. A lot of money has been spent. And I don't see enough. I think Odegaard's a decent player. But I don't see enough for your net spend being... £121 million. I don't see that. Mm. When Liverpool go out and spend that money, you're te- you're, they're telling me that better players are coming in. Mm. Granted, a better manager and it's a more attractive club to come to at this point in time, but that is a joke. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to give Arsenal an E. Okay. They've, they, they've got a lot of deadwood in there, and like you said, they're loading out the wrong players. Mm. So um, Ralph gives Arsenal a C, and I give Arsenal an E. Moving on to one of the uh, big clubs in terms of outgoings, Aston Villa. Mm. So uh, let's start with the players that they brought in. Wendia from Norwich, £35 million. Leon Bailey from Bayern Leverkusen, £28 million. Danny Ings uh, from Southampton, £26 million. Ashley Young, uh, free transfer. And they got Axel Tonsebi from Manchester United on loan. Uh, outgoings. Um, did you hear of a player called Jack Grealish who left? Um, really? Jack. Yeah, he left Man City. I don't know if you heard. For um, it's about, around about a hundred million pounds. Um, Ali Sameta uh, going to Fernabache for five point four. Bjorn Eng- Engels uh, to Royal Antwerp three point five. Three point one million pounds. Tom Heaton and uh, Connor Horahan went on loan to Sheffield United. They have a uh, a net spend of plus 24.5 million, so they've profited in this market. So, Ralph, what do you think, first and foremost, about the incomings? Well, I think there's some very good players in there. I mean, mm. Buendia, in particular, fantastic yeah. player. 
Uh, last time he was in the Prem, he created no player created more chances than him per ninety, other than Kevin De Bruyne. And for in a Norwich company. side, that is an exceptional stat. Um, so yeah, I think he's a fantastic signing, and he will do a lot mm. of the creative work that they will miss yeah. from from Grealish. I think Danny Ings is also. Well, what I think about him is that he's a great striker. Yes, I think he's he a great. Is. He's proven in the Premier League. He he's is. a great striker. He's going to easily get fifteen plus goals for them this season. Out in that sort of club that we talk about, the Ollie Watkins, the Antonio, um, Ings, Bamford's, Bamford's, that sort of, not the elite striker, but very very good. I yeah. mean, Ings is probably the best. Probably, mm. um, he probably should be in the England squad. Calvert Lewin would be in that group as mm. well. He's probably the second best English striker right now mm. yeah so I think he's a fantastic striker maybe Vardy however I don't think it's a fantastic signing because I think it's a little bit of an overpayment because it's 32 million for an injury prone 29 year old striker with one year left on his deal and they already had Ollie Watkins so it wasn't a priority position mm. so I think it's a bit strange that kind of allocation of but funds but Ings is better than Watkins but having said that, yeah, he is a great player. So I don't doubt the player at all. It's a bit like when Party signed for Arsenal last season. Mm. Fantastic player, but did he actually improve the fortunes of the club? No, because that's not the player that we needed at that time. Mm. So I think it's kind of similar to great player, but yeah. What What do you think about Leon Bailey from Bayer Leverkusen? Well, I think that's probably the most exciting signing mm. that they've made. Um, I mean, he tore it up in the Bundesliga. He, um, the first game he played for Aston Villa, when he came on at half-time, completely changed the goal uh, game and was... Um, yes, he did. He played he a hand did. in both their goals. Yes, assisted um, both of them, I think. Yeah. And got them... He's, he's relatively young and they mm. got him for a very good fee. He's exciting. Very he's exciting, exciting signing. Um, what about uh, Ashley Young? Well... I hate him. Yeah, it was, I it's hate just a bit him of, as a player. I think he's so dull. Yeah, it's a bit of a pointless transfer. I yeah. guess just get some extra experience yeah. in the changing room. Um, um, so overall, how would you rank this? Well, I think Greenish will be a big loss. Yes. And uh, you can't really fault them, fault the club really about his leaving. And no. they got a good, they got a very, you know, they got a lot of money. Well, he for he it. said when he signed last year, I want a release clause in case a team who is a top team, which Manchester City are, come in, and they did that hundred million pounds. They didn't accept a penny under it. You said you have to hit that, yeah. and they hit it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Um, and I think they strengthened pretty well. Brendia, yes. great signing. Danny Ings, great player, if a little bit of an overpayment. Leon Bailey, very exciting player, and also Tanzuebe on loan. Yes, is, that's a good will be very useful across the season. So overall, I'm going to give it an A. A? Yeah. That's generous. Do you think? Um, well, obviously, uh, if you listen to our Premier League predictions, and if you haven't, I recommend you do, because I made some absolutely awful transfer predictions. I went, Grealish is staying. He's going to stay. He's a Villa lad. He's staying. Um, he went the next day, literally hours after recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, and I put them as seventh, I, I went really bold. I, I think I've maybe backtracked a little bit on that now, but I think Buendia is a good player. I think Norwich were very foolish to sell him. I, I know it's good money, but, you know. Uh, Leon Bailey's hugely exciting. He looks direct. He looks exciting. Um, but how he reacts to Premier League uh, will be interesting. I'm a bit minorly concerned um, 
with his, you know, you don't know how he's going to do in the Premiership. That's my only thing. Having said that, like I said, he's an exciting player. Danny, uh, Ashley Young, complete waste of time. Um, but, um, yeah, I think there's some good stuff in that. Grealish will be a loss. There's no doubt about it. Grealish will be a huge, huge loss. Yeah. And having one player that can do something is hugely important. But a profit as well, I think I'm going to give it a B. I think it's a very good window, but losing your best player does mean that it is hard. But it means maybe Villa can evolve. Yeah. But we have seen in the past with Gareth Bale, for example, and Suarez leaving Liverpool when they spend on other players and it doesn't work. Yeah. I think this will be better, though, okay. having said that. So, yeah, a B. I'm giving um, Aston Villa a B. Uh, Ralph is giving them an A. Let's move on to the new uh, kings of... Well, not kings of West London, the princes of West London, Brentford. Um, they have gone for Christoph Ajar from Celtic and had a fee of 14.13 million. Johan Wisser from FC Lorient, £9 million. Uh, Frank Onyeka, who's a centre midfielder, at uh, £9 million. Miles Harris uh, for £1.35 million. And Alvaro Fernandez on loan. Um, and out, they've got Henrik Dalsgaard, who uh, left on a free transfer. Luke Daniels, who left. Um, Emilio Marcosonis, who left. And there's a few loanies who have gone also. Um, not much to talk about, really. No. Um, I don't know if you feel the same. These players are quite under the radar. That doesn't mean I trust Brentford um, implicitly. You know, with their transfer activity, mm. it, it it tends to be really really good. Um, I'm just going to go out and say my one first. I think this is a solid C. I was about to go D, but then I just think they haven't spent enough to... Mm. There's no big disaster, is that They've got... Um, it's, uh, it's, to be fair, they, they, so obviously they didn't um, get any fees in, so they spent £34.38 million, which isn't a lot. No, um, no actually, I'm going to give it a D. I think they, they, they may fall short because there's not enough in there. Yeah, I don't think they did enough either. I think they, they needed a centre-back, and they got one. And I mm. think... That's um, quite a good signing. Apparently, from what I have read, he was very good at Celtic. Yeah. Um, a young player, and like you said, I absolutely back Brentford yep. to sign good players because mm. their recruitment strategy is second to none. Is second to none. Um, however, I don't think they did enough because I think they needed more than what they got. Because um, I don't think Onyeka is going to start for them. Um and um, Vissa I don't know anything about mm. but I mean like I said he could be an absolute gem that they found you never know but it's a bit it's a bit underwhelming yeah. they're definitely going to be in a relegation scrap and their best players I don't, know. I don't know I don't know about that I think they've got a good team already well yeah we'll see yeah, in, t- in terms of but like their best players are still the players that they already had yes and when you go up a division that tells me that you you didn't do very well in the window. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a D as well. Perfect. Moving on to um, Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, they've gone with a player called Enoch Mwepa, 
um, from RB Salzburg, and that's it. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, for a fee of twenty-one million pounds, Mark Kukurella from Getafe, sixteen point two million. Uh, Abdallah Sima from Slavia Prague, seven point two. Kijel Shepen, uh, who's a goalkeeper from Ajax, four point five million. Uh, Karun Mitoma, Kisalki Front, two point. Seven million. Some of these teams have got some really obscure um, things. Um, that's their incomings. Their outcomings. It's obviously the big fee for Ben White's fifty-two. Uh, Percy Ta one point six two and Victor Giocaris to Coventry um, for one point eight million. That gives them a total um, net spend of plus four point nine five million pounds. Um, Ralph, what do you think about the the incomings at? Uh, well, I think Cucurella is a very good signing, a yep. left wing back, pretty pretty cheap fee as well. Mm. Um, transfer marks have him at eighteen million market value, yep. and he's gone for sixteen million, so that that seems pretty good to me. Um, and they also got a partner for Basuma in midfield, which they, I think they needed to do. And I don't know much about the player, however, he's come from RB Salzburg. And uh, that comes of, with a certain amount of pedigree. It does. It does because I mean a lot of good players. Yeah, I'm thinking Haaland, I'm thinking Mane. I'm thinking Sobolozlai, Naby Keita, Minamino. Minamino, <laughs> exactly. Joke. Well, no, but the the RB model don't produce rubbish players. No, they don't. So I think they can be pretty excited with those two signings. Um, so yeah, I think it's quite quite a solid. I what mean, do you think about the outgoings then? They've got obviously it's mainly Ben White. Yeah. Ben White is the the. the well, the, I think Ben White is a loss because he's a good player, but for fifty million, they're I mean they're they're laughing. So what would you rank their transfer activity? Well, I think considering they made a net profit of four million, I think mm. it's been a pretty successful transfer window. So I'm going to give it a B. B. Um, I think the fact that they got fifty-two million pounds for Ben White is brilliant. I mean, yeah. good for them. Um, I think their incomings. I think you've covered it well. I think there's some good players in there. And players that I don't know much about. Um, you know, but it, I think Brighton are going to do better this season. And I think it's just whether they've got the pedigree and the nastiness. They're a bit nice. Mm. Um, and these players kind of go along from what I've seen of them they're nice players but not the steely enough but I'm going to give it a solid C I think not you know not much profit not but they've made a little bit of a profit um, and I think it, what the future remains to be seen but the Ben White thing is is a fantastic outgoing so uh, Raf goes with a B and I go with a C for Brighton Hove Albion and now moving on to the most boring team in the league Burnley FC who have got Maxwell Corney Corner, corny, corner, yeah. corny, corny. Excuse my enunciation, it's, it's terrible. Um, and I, they signed him from Olympic Lyon for £13.5 million. Nathan Collins from Stoke City for £12.6 million. Connor Roberts, uh, the Welsh right back from Swansea for £2.6 million. Wayne Hennessy comes in for free. So does Aaron Lennon and Jacob Bidou. Um, outgoings. Ben Gibson has gone to Norwich for £8.37 million. That gives them a, a net spend of, they spent £20 million. Okay. What do you think of the incomings at Turf Moor? Well, I think Cornet is just hilarious. 
It's a hilarious signing because it's just really not burning but at not all. Not burning <laughs> at all. It's like, oh my lord, Brexit FC have uh, have um, branched out. Yeah, I mean, it is quite funny. Um, <laughs> um, I think he confused the Ivory Coast flag for the Irish flag, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I think he. I mean, he's he's quite. A, he was quite a, a dangerous winger for Leon. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a regular for them. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to come and set alight the Premier League. But he's a bit different. But yeah, they're exactly. Bit, they're a bit stodgy, Burnley. I mean, yeah. have got. I'll tell you who is a good player. What's his name? The the um, um, the, the oh, yeah, um, I know who you mean. Linked with Liverpool. What's his name? McNeil. McNeil. Yeah, he's McNeil. a good player. So if you have McNeil one side, Corne the other. Yeah. Woods and yeah. Barnes in the middle, the dynamic trio who just sort of stand there and the ball hits them. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, there's, know, there's absolutely worse players to spend thirteen million on. Uh, Nathan Collins, he's a good centre back from Stoke. Um, Very good last season. Yeah, um, I don't know too much about him, but he's got a good reputation. I mean, only and twenty. That, and yeah, I think it kind of supports the Burnley thing because they they've got Tarkovsky and me, but obviously Mee's quite injury prone. So if he can come in and fill in and maybe then break into the team eventually. Yeah. Connor Roberts is a good right back. Yeah. Played solid. on a good Swansea side and Swansea are really, really livid to have Very lost. Very good him. fee. Uh lost yeah, lost last year of his contract, so that's how he's got um they've got it so cheap. Mm. That's a very good deal. Uh what do you think about the outgoings? I mean it's only really Ben Gibson. Yeah, I mean they got a solid fee for him. Replacing a twenty-eight-year-old Ben Gibson with a twenty-year-old Nathan Collins for not that money, that yeah. not that much money extra is that's well. Fine. No, they made a profit. If you're if you're talking, they, they if they've sold Ben Gibson for eight million, bought in Connor. Um, oh no, sorry, you're right. Sorry, I was getting my but Nathan. Yeah, you're right. So the four million for an improved player is good. Ben Gibson was good for Middlesbrough, but hasn't really hit the heights at Burnley. Mm. So what would you rate Burnley's activity at? Yeah, I think it's been solid. I mean, you can't really expect much. I mean, they're extremely boring, so mm. C. Yeah, I'll join you on that. It's a C, I think. There's improvements. There's reinforcements. It is what it is. Now, to the kings of West London. Yeah. Chelsea, the European champions. Ugh, Let's disgusting. give them the bill they deserve. Um, so, coming in to Chelsea FC is the return of the big rom. Uh, Romelu Lukaku comes in for £103 million. Sal Niguez um, uh, for a loan fee. And uh, the biggest of them all, Marcus Bettinelli. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, outgoings, uh, Tammy Abraham, who's gone to Roma for £36 million. Kurt Zuma, who's gone to West Ham for 31.5 And Tamori, who's gone to AC Milan for £26.28 David Zappacosta, uh, £8.10 and Victor Moses 4.5, and Bakayoko and Giroud have departed also. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking... Fantastic window is what I'm thinking. I think they've got probably the third best striker in the world right now, in Lukaku. Who would you say is better than Kane? Kane and Lewandowski, probably. Right. Yeah, that's probably, I'd agree. Um... So, yeah, and I think this window has made them the title favourites, in my opinion. Uh, so, mm. yeah, I mean, first of all, Lukaku, fantastic signing. He was the missing piece in the jigsaw. Yeah. Um, but also, to get Saul on, on deadline day, on a loan, 
It's, it's a bit of a slap in the face to United because it's like United, you needed that, yeah. you needed that, and Chelsea do not need it. They've yeah. got enough there, but whatever. Well, yeah, but it's it's the perfect addition because the midfield was their one light area in the squad, and they've addressed it with Saul, and I think he can slot in there mm. perfectly in that. What do you think about the outgoings? They've lost um, some, you know, some mm. decent players there. They're not marks those sort of well, players. I think the thing about the outgoings is they sold incredibly well. They've got fantastic fees again, and this is why Chelsea are so good in the market. I mean, yeah. they've signed a window where they signed. Yeah, the sorry Kaken. to to uh, address that. They have made a profit in this window yeah. of two point one two million. Now the devil is in the detail because Soundergez's loan may be made permanent, and they've had to pay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the loan fee is added on to that, but it may be made permanent. So. But for now, they've got a four million, uh, two million pound profit. Yeah, but I mean, in a window where you've signed the third best striker in the world and you've made a net hmm. profit, that is incredible. Yeah. The one thing I would say about the outgoings, I think, to letting go of Tammy Abraham, he's a great player, but they have a buyback clause. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, he wasn't he's going to get, get a lot of game time. So. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to do really well there. Yeah, at Roma. I think, I think he, he is. He, uh, I think he, you know, that's going to be interesting to see. The, um, the one thing I would say that doesn't make it quite a perfect window is they've got rid of two centre backs in Zuma, Zuma and Tamori, and then they tried to yeah, and they tried to panic by and they and they couldn't yeah. Um, Zuma's a good player and he used to play quite a lot. Tamori's not really been given a chance. Mm, very um, good at AC Milan. They wanted him back, paid the money for yeah. him. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what what happens there. So um, what? How would you rank this this work from Chelsea then? Well, considering it makes some title favourites, I've got no choice but to give it an A star. A star. Wow. I'm not quite going to go quite as big as that. I think Romelu Lukaku is a fantastic signing. He's exactly what you need. He's gonna he's gonna put the ball in the back of the net. There's not much more you can say. Sal Miguel is a good player, solid, um, and that that's a really good addition. Depth. They have got an abundance of talent. You know you're doing well when it's like, oh, who do you pick? Who do you think? Can't say. I mean, and don't get me started. Jorginho does not deserve to win a Ballon d'Or. Listeners, this is ludicrous talk. He just happens to be in both teams, in my opinion. But anyway, um, going out. I think Tammy Abraham. It's going to be. They could be biting there, but they've got the buyback clause. He's a good player, and I think it's the right move for him. And the fact that they've brought Lukaku in. They've got Werner and they've got Havertz who can do the false nine thing. I think it probably was the right thing for both parties. Zuma, I think that could be a mistake. I think they shouldn't have got rid of Zuma. Good money I get, but... Yeah. And Tamori, I think fair enough. Um, I'm going to give it an A. Not quite an A star because I think they just shouldn't have sold those centre-backs without replacing. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so that is an A for me for Chelsea and an A star for Ralph. Yeah. Next we have Crystal Palace, Patrick Vieira's team. They've brought in Mark Gooey from Chelsea's under-23 side for £21 million. Joachim Anderson from Olympic Lyonnais for £16 million. Odison Eduarde from Celtic, £15 million. Michael Elisi from Reading for £9 million. Will Hughes from Watford for £6 million. And Remy Matthews from a free transfer from Sunderland. Um, going out, and they've got a lot of outgoing players. So out with the old guard, with Gary Cahill leaving, Scott Dan, Andros Townsend, Patrick Van Aanholt, Madam, uh, Mad, uh, Mad, I can never say his name, Sacco, um, James McCarthy, Wayne Hennessy, all on free transfers. 
So they have made a net spend of minus sixty-six million pounds. Ralph, what do you think of the incomings at Selhurst Park? Well, I think firstly, the thing to point out here is the average age of arrivals is twenty-three point four, and the average age of departures is twenty-nine point three. And they've yeah. needed to do this for years, and they've finally done it. And so, I think yeah, when buying young players and selling old players might come at a cost in performances, at least in the first mm. couple of months. Oh, sorry, pitch. I forgot to mention Connor Gallagher has come in on loan as well, oh, yeah. which will be interesting. But I think overall, a lot of exciting players. I think Gehi um, hasn't got a lot of experience, but he played pretty much every game in the Championship last season and was fantastic. Uh, payment a little bit over the odds, but he's a good player. Joachim Anderson, uh, great value signing, yeah. proven Premier League centre-back, Good age, great signing. And he played a very bad Fulham side as well. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah. Odson Edward, fantastic signing. I don't know, I think that could go one of two ways. I think it's it's mm. interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, well, I think a lot of big clubs were sniffing around. So to get him, so for Palace to get him in the first place, and especially for only 14 million, I think that's a real coup. Yeah. Um, and Elise, a uh, very exciting attacking midfielder. Um, one of the best um, in the championship and he's only 19 so he genuinely could, could become a real mm. star um, he has that potential yeah. um, let's just hope he doesn't get an injury like Eze has got yeah. Will Hughes solid squad fine. rotation option fine what do you think of some of the outgoings well, Andros Townsend comes to me springs to me because I think he's a very good player um, and he did a lot not statistically but does a lot um, in the in the gameplay for Palace, yeah, but then I mean his wages pay for about three of their signings' wages, okay. and same with like they're massively reducing their wage, um, yeah, because Gay Cahill Townsend. And that's the thing when you talk about fees, and this is where Arsenal are different to when Man City and um, Chelsea splash, is that, that these wages are the biggest payment in football actually. The fees, yeah, whatever, it's a one-off payment. But if you're having that those big wages being rinsed out of your account, mm. God help United, you know, yeah. that's got to be a huge wage bill. Yeah. Um, but yes, so uh, overall, how would you mark this? Um, I think it's very exciting. Mm. Um, I, I would give them time on the pitch, like I said, because that's always the problem of signing end players. Yeah. But I'd give it an A, an a out of, yeah, an A. Yeah, I think it's fantastic business. Joachim Anderson is a brilliant player. Elise even did fantastic at Reading last season and they're really missing him at the moment. Um, Edward is an interesting signing. I think there's a lot to be excited about Palace fans, but then I still think you're going to go down because I don't think Vieira is up to the job. <laughs> uh, Players-wise, though, I'm impressed. I think Andros Townsend's a loss. I think Gary Cahill, get rid of him. Like It, it wasn't what's the point. Um, I think all the outgoings I see, apart from Townsend, I think I would have kept him. But no, you no make a good point Scott for those. Parker signed Cahill. Of course he did. Um, I'm going to give it an A, just yeah. short of an A star, because I think if they'd not, if they kept Townsend, I would have kept, uh, given it an A yeah. star. I think let's rattle through these next couple of yes. ones for um, time reasons. Everton, uh, Damari Gray, one point eight million. Andros Townsend, free transfer. Solomon Rondon, Asmir Begovic, Andy Lonigan. Uh, outgoings: Moyes, Keane, Bernard. And Josh King and Yannick Balassi and Matthew Pennington and Theo Walcott. Um, quickly, Ralph, what you sum up what you think of Everton? Shambles. I don't know what's going on at that football club. <laughs> Awful. I mean, Damari Gray, 
okay, he's he's a decent signing. He started well, but he won't be anything special. Mm. Um, whatever, you know, low fee, but whatever. Townsend, what's all that about? I don't really, I uh, don't think he's very good. Well, they've made a net, they've made a net profit of seven point two million. Yeah, but that's not what a football club should be about. This is a well, time where you spend money. You know, yeah. uh, if you have the aspirations that Everton do, then this is just not a good enough window by any stretch. I mean, I don't know what, like, I don't know what uh, uh, Benitez's obsession is with Solomon Rondon. <laughs> he signed him for the last three clubs he's been at, dragging him to China and back. I don't know what he's doing. Some terrible lump uh, up at the centre forward position. Now I have to, I have to sort of interject and say that. I think that's been a good window for them. What? Well, they've not spent much money. They've got a good player in Gray. They've got a good player in Townsend. You never know what Rondon's going to do. I think, you know, it's not um, without being amazing. I think it's all right. I, I would I would say that I've never understood why they've never really moist keen for whatever reason it's never really yeah. worked. Um, so I'm going to just go straight out there and say I'm going to give it a C. I think it's fine. Yeah. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a fail. I think it's, you know, you've not spent much money and you've got some decent players. Mm. Fair enough. Well, the fact that they've lost Moise Keane, Bernard and Josh King as well, I'm going to give it a U. I think it's been an a U. Cool. That's a bit. Oh, that's big. Okay, let's move on to Leeds United, who have brought in, on deadline day, they brought in Dan James for £25 million. Junior Falpi from Barcelona for 13.5 million. Jack Harrison, who was obviously a loan move, um, he was there on loan and he's joined now permanently for 11 million. And Christoph Kleesen from Valoranga for 1.8 million. Uh, going out is Robbie Gotts. Um, who else has gone out? Robbie. Nothing really. Robbie Gotts, Jake. Yeah, it's all free transfers, really. Howie Costa's gone on loan. Alioski's the only guy. Yeah, Alioski's a yeah, big one. Uh, what do you think? Um, hmm. What do I think? I think fine. I think average. I think Daniel James might be a great signing. He could go one of two ways. It could be a classic yeah, he's, flop. He's, he's an interesting player. He's got a lot of pace, but not a lot of quality. That's mm. what I, I seem to have thought. But he's done a job. He's played for United and done a job. It'd yeah. be interesting. Give him some game time. He's still got competition for places. It could yeah. be a perfect situation. Well, yeah, and I trust Bielsa to improve him. Oh, absolutely. The only problem is I think it's just quite a big overpayment. Uh, you know, well, I think that's probably about right. He's played think? for United... I think that's probably about I think right. the add-ons take it to about 30 million. Well, oh, he's not hit them yet. We don't talk about them. Um, so I'm just going to go straight out there. I think it's a C. Sorry to be bought. I just think it's it's average. They've improved, but not substantially. Um, a net, a, a net they've, but it's quite a lot of money to spend, actually. 53 million. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to move it to a D because I actually think that's quite a lot of money. Mm. Well, I think... Actually, no, I'll stick with C because it, you know, they've improved. Yeah. And it is money, but they've improved. Yeah. So I'm going with a C. I think Junior Furpo is actually a very good signing at left back, an improvement on Alioski. Yep. Um, exciting player from Barcelona. Daniel James, like I said, could be exciting, but I think it's a little overpayment. And then Jack Harrison, mm. um, to, to get like a key player in a top half Premier League side for 11 million, which is what they've done with Jack Harrison, I think that's yeah. very good. So I think they've had a fine window, but like you said, they've spent quite a lot, so I'm going to give it a C as well. Perfect. Let's move on to Leicester City. They've brought in Patson Dacca, who is actually the inspiration behind my fantasy team. I've called it my team Dacca Bang. <laughs> um, so 
Uh, he Pat Sendaka is coming from Salzburg, another Salzburg graduate for twenty seven million. But uh, Samer from Lille, eighteen million. Uh, Yannick Vestergaard, which is a big loss for Southampton, fifteen point eight four million. Ryan Bertrand from Southampton on free transfer and Adam Omola Lookman on loan. Going out is Richard Gesell to um, Besiktas and Dave Christian Fuchs has left um, and Dennis Pratt to Torino on loan. So that's a net spend of minus £57.24 million. What do you think of those incomings? Well, I think firstly, Samare, I think that's a fantastic signing. Yeah. A lot of clubs, big clubs, wanted him. Um, I remember Arsenal and United uh, linked with him for ages for across the last kind of year. Um, so to get him is a real coup um, and a very, very good fee. I think, yeah. I think the French league are so, other than PSG, of course, they're massively ravaged by COVID. Um, so they really need to sell a lot of their assets for cut prices. But um, yeah, I think that's a great signing. I think Patson Dakar... Uh, I don't know. I think he's a good player and he's young and he'll definitely have a sell-on fee and... Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, it's yeah, one we'll of those, see. He's been Lots brought pacey, in. is it? But is it, as I always say, all fur coats and no knickers. We need to see numbers, not pace. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I I'm a bit blunt, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Numbers, goals. Um, but that's what we need. He's coming in as the long-term... What do you think of someone like so. Yannick Vestergaard, Ryan Bertrand coming in, reinforcing that defence? I think Ryan Bertrand on a free transfer... Fine. Fine. Yeah. Just... Improves, improves the squad a little bit in the left back area I think Vestergaard was a they only bought him because of Fafana's big long term injury which is a huge loss he's which a great huge loss, player yeah. and I think Vestergaard isn't as good a player and no. I think but I think he's a good player he's still a good player but I think it's a big loss for Southampton I mean they could have got I would have backed if Leicester you know planned from the start of the window that they needed to sign a centre back I think that I yeah, would have backed them to if Made a more inventive signing. What do you think of Adamola Lookman going? I think that's a good, good transfer because I think he was Fulham's probably best attacker. Yeah, and he can season. play without a, less shackles this time. He can he can ping forward. The only mm. argument is, and someone from my uh, old work said this to me today, he was like, "Do you think he's going to get in the team?" Well, yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? And the thing about that is, he's played on the left pretty much most of his career. Yeah. And that's where Harvey Barnes is. Um, so actually on the right all Brighton's been playing for the first couple of games this does season does a job all Brighton doesn't he he does a job but that's where he can get in the side yeah. so if he can transition to the right wing then I think he could become yeah. a regular um, nothing really to talk about on the outgoings um, so I, yeah I will just quickly see I think Dakar looks like a good prospect a long term replacement for Vardy Vesta got a good signing and I think Lookman could do a job I'm going to give Leicester a B I, they're not like I always say they've not pulled up any trees but it's yeah. improving It's there's a project there's an identity yeah. a net spend of 57 million, 57 million you know they've got players to show for it yeah. so I'll go with a B no I agree I think I'm going to go with a B as well Moving on to Liverpool, not much to talk about in terms of incomings, it's just the one. Uh, Kanate from Leipzig, 36 million. The outgoings is a little more interesting. Harry Wilson to Fulham for a suspected around 12.6 million fee, but I know that there's add ons and it's not quite as simple as that. 
Taiwoi Awoni to uh, Union Berlin, 5.85 million. Shakiri has finally left, um, 5.4 million. Yes, he did still play for Liverpool, if you didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yes, so, and that that is it for well, Liverpool. With I the Nets. Wijnaldum went out free transfer. Oh, Wijnaldum, sorry, went out for free transfer. I think transfer. Grudic just says loan fee here, but I think yeah. there's an obligation yeah. to buy for about 15 million as well. Yeah, on but here. no one knows um, that's a tra uh, a net spend of minus eleven million. Um, can I say? Very good centre back. Yeah. I mean, they needed one. Clearly. What do you think season. about the lack of signings? Well, that's the thing. That's the key for Liverpool here. Uh, they they've just got no forward or midfield depth, mm. especially in the midfield. Because if one of I mean the midfield three is Hendo. Uh, Tiago and Fabinho. If one of them get injured, then you're well, relying playing on... with Harvey Elliott. Well, they have been, but that's if one of them get injured, and you know, so far this season they haven't been able to field all three. Then you're relying on a seventeen-year-old Harvey Elliott. Which He's great... eighteen, actually. He can 18, go to the pole okay. field. <laughs> well, great player. Yeah. But for a club the size of Liverpool, it's risky. Yeah. And then the other two players they have is, like, they can play about a combined. <laughs> five games a season in Naby Keita and Oxide Chamberlain because they're both made of glass <laughs> so they're really in trouble injury wise in the midfield but and the problem the is line. that Liverpool have and this is why they struggle to get new players is because you go and bring in a new left back they think oh they don't well I'm not going to get in in front of Robertson am I Robertson mm. not gonna, right back you're not going to get in yeah. um, and it's just that the problem they have is that people don't want to come good players don't want to come and know that they're back up. Yeah. And that and, and it's it's more clear cut than any other Premier League team that you will be the backup because these players are you know that Liverpool I think don't need to necessarily strengthen as much, but I would have thought depth would have been key. Mm. I think they are a bit bare, but I still back them to do really, really well this season. I think they'll win it again personally. Um okay. so uh I'm gonna give Liverpool a C. Okay. I think Actually, losing one. No, I'm going to give them a C. Losing one album is bad. That was bad. Um, and not replacing him. I thought they should have gone out for Tielemans or someone like that to replace him. Um, but they didn't. Maybe they're thinking that Thiago was the replacement a year earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I think a C. Actually, no, I'm going to change it to a D because I think losing one album is a big loss. Okay. I think that's a big. Well, I think they really should. Have, I think this was the window where they really started to needed to shake up their squad, mm. because I think, like you said, it's extremely difficult to get in backup players when you've got such a settled starting eleven. But the way around that is you sign starters and make your current starters your backup players, or you offload yep. them. Because I really do think that Firmino and Mane, for if you want to win the league this season, you need to replace them. They I don't know. I think you're being a bit harsh on Mane. For the likes of Mbappe. For the likes of Mbappe, the likes That's of That's the only one. That's the, the likes only... of Sancho. They could have gone all out. I don't think Sancho's an improvement, though. I think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I really dis. I really disagree with you on that. I don't think he's an improvement on Mane whatsoever. I really do think Firmino and Mane have. They're coming towards the end of their careers. Honestly, I think they've massively fallen off. That was last season, though. And I, re I just think that this was the rebuild summer for Liverpool. This was where you shake it up. And they've yeah. just done nothing other than okay. Canate. So I think I'm really disappointed with their window, actually. And I think most, if you, 
you know, I've, I've scrolled through Twitter as I do. You get a lot of regularly, very... I can assure you, <laughs> even on social occasions. Yeah, you get a lot of very, very angry Liverpool fans. Um, oh, really... but they're always angry. Yeah, but it's like the Scousers love a good complaint, don't they? They always love moaning. I I've I sympathise with them. I think that they are similar to kind of Arsenal a couple of years ago. Are just not spending enough. Basically, mm. is the principle. They're just to compete with the two. To, com- to compete to meet with the two if, or three. That yeah, they're I mean to. they've got one of, if not the best manager in the world, and they're wasting his prime years with Salah as well, who's unbelievable. Yeah, they're wasting his prime years by not going all out in the transfer market, and yeah. so in my opinion, I'm going to give it an E. An E. Right. Moving on to their one of their biggest challengers for the title. The defending champions, Manchester City, who have brought in Jack Grealish and Scott Carson. <laughs> Scott Carson being the big marquee yeah. signing there. Um, going out is Ange- Angelino, going to Leipzig for 16 million. Jack Harrison to um, Leeds for 11. Lucas M. Checker going to Wolfsburg. And Eric Garcia and Sergio Aguero leaving, both going to Barcelona. Um, that's a net spend of minus seventy, minus eighty million. Um, let's start with Greenish. Good signing. Fantastic player. Yep. But they spent that money on the wrong guy. Yeah, they I needed agree a striker. With you. I agree. They have with you. a bunch of creative. Yeah, it's like. I think he's an improvement, and I think he's a starter for them. Yeah. Um. But you prioritise Harry first. You yeah. go if you're going for Kane, you, you go yeah. for it. Or at least, you know, they could have competed for Chelsea for Lukaku or Yeah. Why didn't they know. have why why didn't they have any backups in place? Yeah. I don't think Jesus is good enough to and I don't think they can do the false nine thing. Mm. Again. Regularly. Well obviously they they, they 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 can do it on certain games, but week in, week out in the league you're gonna need someone yeah. to put well, the ball back in there. Even just a stop gap. Yeah. yeah, they could have just gone and someone got... like maybe a mobile. Yeah, someone like that. Exactly, they could have just got a short-term fix for the next season or two that would have just stood in the box and tapped in the, about the billion chances that mm. the team creates per game. But, um, outgoings, yeah. obviously, I think Aguero is permanently injured. It's yeah. it's done. Um, exactly. I think Angelino, Angelino, Jack Harrison, uh, and Czech are never going to get in the team. So fine, get some money while you can. Uh, Eric Garcia, I don't know too much about. I actually, th- no, he's actually that's quite a big loss. Actually, he did, he I'm actually going to be a bit controversial. I'm going to give Man City's window a D. They didn't address the th- the problem that they needed to address. Mm. Um, I think Greenish is good signing. Don't get me wrong, but they spent the money on the wrong guy. So I'm going for the D. I'm going to be a little bit cheeky here and give it a C minus if that's allowed. No, not allowed. <laughs> sort your life out. Okay. Make a decision. I'm going to give it a C then. I think I'm going to give it a C because Jack Grealish is a great player. It's un- undeniable that. And I think a lot of the um, sales were were decent. So I'm going to give it a C. Brilliant. Right. That's moving United. on to Manchester United. Jaden Sancho for... Um, 76.5 million Rafael Varane for 36 million Cristiano Ronaldo for 13.5 f- 
five million. I think they might be paying the rest in wages. Yeah. Um, and Tom Heaton, the big marquee signing yeah. from Aston Villa on a free transfer. Out is going is Daniel James, Andres Pereira, and Titi Titi Chong on loan, and Jal Pereira. That gives a um, net spend, I think it's one of the biggest net spends, of minus 98, £99 million. Pounds. Um, Jane Sancho, I think, is an improvement on what they've got. I'm not mad about him. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not mad about him. Um, Varane, I think, is a great signing. I said it before, I think he, he's the perfect partner to Maguire. I think they'll be a perfect... They're not either of them. They're not Van Dykes, either of them, but they're going to be a good partnership. Ronaldo, I think it's interesting. I think it's... It's kind of like... It felt to me like it was like one of those things where we don't want that toy, but then because my brother's going to get that toy, we need to have that toy. Yeah. It, that's what that transfer for me felt like. Yeah. But I still think you're bringing in arguably the best player in the world, arguably the best player of all time. He's going to get your goals. Whether he improves that team, though, I think he will. But for me, I think it's a great window for United. But they again, they've not addressed, for me, the one thing they needed to address. Not the one thing. Indeedy. They needed an Indeedy. Mm. They needed that number six so they don't have to play with McTominay and Fred. Mm. You ain't winning a title with McTominay, Fred and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's not happening. Mm. You heard it here first. Um, so for me, I'm going to go with a B. Because they have improved. They've got a high calibre of player. And what Ronaldo does is raise that demographic. Manchester United are again bringing in those high calibre of players. Bringing in the Ronaldos. That's what it does. So yeah. for me, it's a B. It's a bit shy because for me, they were winning the transfer market, but then they didn't address the problem. Um, so it's a, a B for me. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, you're right about the calibre of players. They have brought in the top calibre of mm. players. Ronaldo, Varane, yeah. Sancho, those are like some of the biggest names yeah. on, on football fans' mouths. Um, and yeah, I think Sancho is the perfect addition for that for that right-wing spot. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's perfect, but you know, yeah. Young, English, he can lock down that right-wing spot for them for the next decade. Yeah, but is he, I don't know, he was very average against Wolves. Yeah, but it's well, one game. Yeah. I think his numbers in, in Germany were spectacular. There's no denying that. Um, I think he was like one of five players to get over 20 goals and over 20 assists in all competitions in a season. Um, so crazy stats there. Um, and Ronaldo, I mean, he's just guaranteed goals mm. in the season. Goals and drama. Goals and drama. And he's just a game winner. Mm. And if you go in for titles... Oh, he, for me, dragged Zidane to three Champions League. Yeah. For, you know, he dragged him there. He's not a good yeah. manager, yeah. but Ronaldo dragged him there. Yeah. He will be the difference. They could go yeah. and win the Champions League. Exactly. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put money against it. Well, yeah. I, mean, I don't think they'll win the league because I don't think Solskjaer can compete with Tuchel, Klopp and Guardiola, personally. Mm. Well, yeah, and it's, it's a crazy amount of money on his wages, and he is 36, mm. but it's Ronaldo. Yep. He is literally the second best Super. game winner in the world, behind Messi. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he's the best game winner in the world. I'm not saying he's the best player in the world, but he's the best game winner in the world, and you know it. No, no. Um, so what are you ranking him? I think it's really, really difficult between an A and a B, but I just think 
the fee they got for Daniel James as well, and mm. just yeah, the caliber of players. Yeah, maybe he is. And they're one centre mid away from it being a perfect window, but even still, I think I'm, I'm going to give them an A. Well done. All right, A A for Ralph and a B for me. Um, let's go with oh. Do we have to talk about? Please tell me Newcastle are going Rattle down. Newcastle. Oh right, here we go. Joe Willock for twenty six million. Um, Santiago Munoz. Uh, he's a loan transfer, and that is it. Um, going out is Christian Atsu, Mewtwo, uh, Jake Turner, and Matty Longstaff. Um, let's just skip through this. Um, Newcastle. That's terrible. <laughs> there is there is nothing there. Joe Willock. Fine. Um, I'm just going to go and say that's a you. I don't want to talk about them. No offence if you're listening Newcastle fans, but quite frankly, that's a joke. I hope you go down and you sugar. That team is not good enough and you're literally dependent on St. Maximum and Callum Wilson and um, Lascelles at the back. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Willock is a massive overpayment. You're telling me as a sporting director you decided to spend your entire budget on Joe Willock... Shocking. I don't think you should hold on to your job, mate, is the honest truth. Oh, Andy Carroll left as well. Yeah. Well, I really do hope that Willock proves me wrong, but... I don't. I want him to go down and be a championship player with Newcastle United. No, he's, a, he's an Arsenal guy. I really like him. Oh, stop being romantic. What are you giving them? Well, it's just... Yeah. He's, the problem with Joe Willock is that when he's not scoring, he doesn't do anything else. He mm. can't pass. He doesn't really defend very well. doesn't dribble very well. £26 million on an average player, and that's the only player you signed. Rubbish. I so agree. I'm going to give it a U. Perfect. And that's a net spend of minus £26 million. I mean, it's just a joke, really. You don't need overhauling. Yeah. Sorry, Newcastle fans, but you, you're just boring everyone. Um, Norwich. Uh, incomings, Christoph Tezulis from um, PAC in um, Greece. For 9 million, 10 million, we'll call it. Mylot Rashka from Word of Bryman, 10 million. Josh Sargent uh, for Word of Bryman, 9 million. Ben Gibson at 9 million. Dimos Giniolis, 7 million. Paris Lee Malu, 5 million. Angus Gunn, 5 million. Kabak on loan. Matthias Norman on loan. Uh, Brandon Williams on loan and Billy Gilmore on loan. Outgoings, Emiliano Buendia for 35 million. Philip Hayes on a free, Nyland, Stepman, Lenser, Van Kick, Tribal, Thompson, all on free transfers. That is a net spend, an income of, oh no, a, 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 a spending of 25 million. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, really difficult to tell you what I think. I don't know. I know absolutely enough. nothing about. I just don't think it's enough. Yeah. It's not enough. And they've sold your best player. I don't like it when you you go up and you sell your best player. What's that about? Recipe for disaster. Um, These players don't... They just cry Norwich going down again. Mm. The only thing that I would say is the loan signings are great. Because I think Brandon Williams... I agree. I think that's what... I was about to give it to you, but I'm thinking about it now. Brandon Williams and Billy Gilmore. Particularly Billy Gilmore. Kabak as well. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think Brandon Williams and Kabak can be a bit. They'll be a bit dodgy. About. I think Kabak is definitely an improvement on their back. Well, it's an improvement of Grant Hanley, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go out and I'm going to say I'm going to say an F. Or no, I'm going to go an E because I think Billy Gilmore's a good player. Uh, yeah, I think um, Kabak, Gilmore, and Brandon Williams are three great signings. 
but they're only on loan. And the rest of the players that they've bought, they could be great, but to be honest, I know nothing about them. Yeah. But if I know nothing about them, that normally means that they're not great, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give them an E. Perfect. Two E's for Norwich and a certain 20th finish. Um, Southampton, bringing in Blackburn Rovers' Adam Armstrong, who did a reverse Shearer. Started at Newcastle, ended at Southampton. Whereas Shearer started at Southampton, ended at Newcastle. With Blackburn in the middle, both. Um, Adam Armstrong coming in from Blackburn Rovers for 16 million. Roman Perrard coming in from State Blessed uh, for 11 million. Liciano from Torino for 7 million. And Vivalano Livramento from Chelsea for 5 million. And Theo Walcott making a free transfer back to where he started. Going out is Danny Ings for 27 and Yannick Vestergaard for 16. Angus Gunn for 5.27 million and Mario Lamina for 5 million. Ryan Bertrand also leaving on a free. What are you thinking? Adam Armstrong, for example. Well, they did have a net, uh, a net profit of 18 million, 19 million. 13 well, million, 14 million. Around that sort of money. I think it's 14 million, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think Adam Armstrong is a very good player. Yes, I he think is. That's a good signing. A good player. And for good money as well. 15 million is not a lot in this day and age. It is. Um, John Newcastle got 40% of that. Really? If you're thinking for that Blackburn, that's fucking shit. Yeah. That is annoying for Blackburn. But yeah, I think Adam Armstrong will bag goals for them. He's already got one or two. I think he's got one, yeah. He's got one. Um, which is not bad. He should um, have had another though. He missed the city the other day. But... Oh, he, he won the penalty that equalised right. against Newcastle. He did do that. Um, I think he was about to score. It was like a last-ditch challenge there. But anyway, I think, yeah, that's a very good signing. Um, I think Livramento um, has a lot of potential for the yeah. Chelsea under-23. He was He's very highly rated. Um, I also kind of back Southampton to replace Vestergaard. Mm. Um, what do you think of the outgoings then Danny Ings how much of a loss is he going to be a huge loss Yeah, I mean he's going to be a huge loss um, do you think, but they got uh, a lot of money for him yeah and he's last year of his contract 30 injury prone yeah exactly they've got a good player in Adam Armstrong not probably as good as Ings but he could get there no I don't know if he could get there but he he's a good player and he's a good replacement mm. but in in their position you know at the start of the window you've got Danny Ings he won't sign a new contract he's got one year left on his deal to get 30 million from him and replace him with Adam Armstrong for half that money yeah. I think that's very very well done good good um, so what are you going to uh, Mario Lamino I don't think they should like, I think he's a good player I don't think, oh, they, he's a good player. think they overlooked him I think he should have stayed but obviously um they're not the Southampton haven't really got on with him. I'm gonna give it a, a C or D, C or D, C or D. I'm gonna give it a D. I think they needed okay. more. I think they needed more. Yeah, I think ideally you would want more, but I'm gonna give it a C just because of that fifteen million net profit. Yeah, fair. Actually, yeah, I'll I'll join you. Fifteen million net profit. C. They passed. Spurs next. Um, coming in, Emerson Royal from Barcelona, twenty-two point five million. Brian Gill from Sevilla, twenty-two point five million. Pape Sar from FC Metz, uh, fifteen point two one million. Golini from Atlanta, loan transfer. Christian Romero on loan as well. Going out, Jorn um, Foyth. 13 million, Toby Alderweireld, 11 million, Musa Sissoko, 
one million. Joe Hart, one million pounds. Danny Rose, Paolo Gazaniga, Eric Ramella, all leaving on free transfers. And that is a net spend of minus 31 million pounds. What do you think? And keeping Harry Kane, usually. Yeah, well, I mean, that... And Son signing a new deal. Those are the two keys, yeah. yeah. Son signing a new deal and Harry Kane staying is huge because they have carried them for the last two seasons yeah. and will continue to do so um, because they're just world-class forwards. Um, Emerson Royale, I think, is very exciting right back. Um, uh, yeah, I think... What's funny is I think Arsenal's top target for right back was Emerson Royale, and Spurs' top target was Tommy Asu, the player that Arsenal signed. So they kind of swapped there, which is typical Arsenal Spurs. Mm. But um, yeah, I think he's quite a quite a good player. He's one of the best young right backs in Europe. Yeah. Um, Brian Gill, don't know much about him, but he seems very highly rated. He's only twenty, and to be a mainstay in a severe side when you're only twenty, he's got to be a good player. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever watched him play, mm. so I can't really comment on him. I think I've watched clips of all these players that they brought in, and there's some good stuff mm. coming in, and it's young. Mm. Well, that's the key. I, I mean, if I was Spurs, I'd actually be really excited. I think there's been a lot of negativity, and I actually think the nine points they've got now, plus keeping Harry Kane, I'm just going to go straight out and say, I think this is probably my winners of the transfer market. I think they've improved. They've not spent ridiculous amounts of money. And they they can see now. I don't think they're going to get in top four, but they can see where they're at now. Mm. Obviously, that's going to be annoying for Harry Kane, not being challenging for top trophies again. Yeah. But I'm going to go and give him an A star. I think it's good business. Keeping hold of Kane is is crucial. And, they, and they've done it. And it, I think Spurs... I, don't be doom and gloom. Yeah. Good okay. things. Nuno's a good manager. Well, I, I agree that they've had a a very good window, but I don't think that... They're... And they've offloaded crucial players, like getting rid of Old Vyrold, Old, Foyf, Sissoko, getting good money for them as well. Mm. I think, well, I think Old Vyrold might be a loss. He's 32, and he was injured all the time. It's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's injured all the time. I think Romero, Dyer, and Sanchez, they're three centre-backs. They're all very aggressive um, centre-backs. None of them are very... None of them are the Van Dyke type, the conservative. But then they the brought in the, the they brought in Romero from Atlanta. Yeah, you know, yeah, is yeah. that the or sort him, of caliber? Him, Dyer, and Sanchez are all pretty. And a right back as well. They addressed it, getting rid of Aurier, um, as well. I I think um yeah I'm I'm Alex, so what you, what about you? I think it's a very good window, but I don't think they're anywhere near the winners of the window. Um, I would give them a B because I think they've signed. Pretty good players, but yeah. no one outrageous. I also think Alderweireld might be a little bit of a loss. Mm. Okay, uh, next we have Watford. Uh, Imran Lauza from Nantes, um, 9 million. Emmanuel Dennis, Club Bruges, 3.6. Moussa Sissoko from Spurs, 3.15. Uh, um, going out is Will Hughes uh, for 6 million. Craig Dawson for 2. Isaac, success! You're really quite the best! Um, going out for 1.6 million and uh, Nathaniel Chalabar. Now, it's saying it's a free transfer to Fulham. I think it is a free yeah, There was talk that it might be two or three million, but uh, apparently it is a free transfer. Uh, same with Perica, uh, Saibo, and Troy Deeney, club legend, leaving to go back to his home club, Birmingham. And they have made an income of 11.57 million. Oh, no. They have, no, they have made a, a loss of 5.36 million. Um, okay. In this window, um, 
That just spells relegation, really. What is that? I mean, Moussa Sissoko, he's 32. I never realised he was 32. Yeah, that, he's old. But 3.15 million, fine. Um, I think this is very... I'm going to go with you. I'm sorry, this is not. Like, if you're expecting to go up, you, you've lost players and not replaced them as well. Will Hughes, Craig Dawson, good players. Chalaba, good player, and you get rid of them that yeah. easily. Um, I, I did see you for me. Yeah, fair enough. I think um, Emmanuel Dennis is actually quite a good player. Um, he's bagged loads of goals in club brooch, and I know that is the Belgian mm. league, but that's still not to be mm. sniffed at. Um, but yeah, I think that's quite an exciting signing for him. And he started the season very well. Yeah. Um, he's got a goal or two. Um, yeah. Moussa Sissoko, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be great for them. Um, don't know much about this loser guy. Um, <laughs> Let's hope that he's not a loser. But uh Anyway, what are you ranking it? Um hmm. I'll probably give it a D. Oh, I forgot to say Ashley Fletcher's joined, Joshua King's joined and Danny Rose has joined. Actually I'm changing it. I'm changing to an E. There's a few in there that Oh yeah, Josh King joined. There's a, yeah, there's a bit of a calibre there, E. I'm gonna give it a D. Okay. Yeah. Uh let's move on to the hammers. Um, forever blowing bubbles after a great season. Sorry, that was terrible, but I, I am so happy with it. Um, incoming, Kurt Zuma for 31 million. Vlasic for 27 million. Alex Crowell for, uh, on loan. Craig Dawson from Watford. And Alphonse Ariola on loan. Coming out, Felipe Anderson after his disastrous few years there. 2.7 million. Going back to Lazio, a huge loss. Um, Fabian Belbuena. And uh, yes, that is it with a transfer uh, net transfer fee of sixty-five million pounds uh, loss. I think it's good business for him, West Ham. Not perfect, but good business. They could have done with Lingard, but apparently he didn't want to come. I think Ariola's a good goalie, fantastic for Fulham last season, their best player last season. Mm. Kurt Zuber's a good defender, and he's going to come along and he's going to he's going to get it. I think he'll probably kick Dawson out of the team now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think. Overall, I'm going to look at West Ham and I'm going to give it an A. I think it's a good, okay. good, good business. That's good quite business. high. I think Zuma is a very good signing. Yeah, um, quite a lot of money, but that's what you that's what you pay for for a prime Premier League defender. Yeah. Um, Vlasic, I think that's risky. Yeah, I, yeah for, I don't know much about him. You know, close to thirty million for a for a midfielder out of the Russian league, that's a lot of money. And he's not like 19 or 18. He's still young at 23, but I don't know. I think that's a risky move, but it could prove to be a wise one. I think it's... um, Lingard would have been the safe option and probably the better option. But he didn't want to come. But he didn't want to come. And if you're West Ham, you can't can't attract... You know, uh, Aston Villa beat you to Buendia... I think it's a mistake, though. So, I think Lingard should have gone. Yeah. Well, I think Vlasic, is, he could be an absolute flop waste of money, or he could be um, a wonder signing. Mm. Um, but I don't think that it was enough, really. If they're, I think they're definitely going to drop down the table this season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm not, whole, I'm not 100% convinced by Vlasic, mm. so... I'm going to maybe give them a C. Okay, dokie. Finally, last one, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, they have gone with Ryan at Norrie from Angus for 10 million, Josie Self for 7, 
Yatterson Moscari for four five million, uh, but Bendy Boller for one million, and then they've got a few loan transfers in there as well. Trincao from Barcelona. Um, going out is Rafa Mar. Uh, to Sevilla, Rui Patricio, which is sad, but you know he's getting on a bit. Uh, Onti Atasawali from Bruges for three point six. The Rui Patricio is ten million, and the Rafa Mar was fourteen million. That's given them a profit of five million pounds. Again, I think it's not enough. Yeah. I'm going to go with an E. It's not enough. Yeah. I don't think there's any disasters in there. They've not spent a lot of money, but it's. Not enough at all. They could yeah. be in serious trouble. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the, the centre-back or the right-back they signed get into the first team. I think they're both backup players. And I don't think uh, Jose Sarr, the goalkeeper, is going to be an improvement on Patricio. Um, Nuri is quite an exciting signing. And yeah, it's quite cheap as well. Uh, that's the only kind of bright spark in their window, is he will come straight into the team at left-back, mm-hmm. uh, left-wing-back. Whatever he, I think it is a back four now. So he he's a very uh, key player because they didn't really have a out and out uh, left back before. So I think yeah he's a good signing, but I don't think the rest are great signings. Pretty uninspiring. Hmm, Dore. I think Watford a D. I'll probably give Wolves a D as well. Okay. So um, before we wrap up, listeners, we will both do um, our winners and losers of the transfer market. So my winner is Tottenham Hotspur and my loser is Newcastle United. Okay, well, my winner is Chelsea. Yep. And my losers are Newcastle and Everton. Okay, I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Newcastle. Well, thank you very much. I know it was a bit of a marathon one um, today, but there's just so much content and we didn't want to leave any stone unturned. Um, please leave us any thoughts you have or direct message us on our Instagram channel at Backseaters Podcast. And we will be back um, soon, hopefully, to uh, give you more content. Until then, have a lovely, lovely uh, evening, day, wherever you are, and we shall see you soon. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you.